everybody. Welcome to the Guardians of the Dominion, your official, unofficial Vampire Academy podcast where we talk about everything related to the Vampire Academy universe. I'm your host, Theo, and well, today we're discussing... <laughs> I don't want to say it. Okay, I'm your host, Theo, and... I'm just going to pass it on to everyone else to introduce themselves, and then All we right. can get I'll, into I'll the conversation. Okay, go Peyton. I'm Peyton, and today we are discussing the tragedy that happened oh, just a couple gonna... days ago at this point. The great loss the that great we have suffered. Tragedy, the great war. I mean, mourning. Um, that we did the not survive. The great war against Peacock, the cancellation of Vampire Academy. Okay. Uh, but it's, it's an ongoing war. Which Sorry, is we will survive the great war. <laughs> yes, we will. Yes. Real. Maybe that should be the title of today's thing. Yeah, the Great War. Sure. Sorry, I'm talking without introducing myself. You guys know me. I'm Lena. Hi. Yes, Hi. <laughs> I didn't know you. Anyway. You didn't? Well, here I am. Okay. Hi. <laughs> I'm so tired. My name is Bren. I'm here. You're thriving? Question mark. I, you know, it is what it is. Okay. Uh- <laughs> Say the line, Carmen. Yeah. I'm Carmen, the last of your co-hosts, and we're all here feeling a little bit empty inside. Yeah, <laughs> I'm dead inside. Yeah. Bring me to life. Yeah, this last 24 hours. 24, 48 hours? No, that's, how long has it been? I don't know. It's been years. Like 30 hours. It feels like it's been a month, personally, but it's been 30 hours. <laughs> I've lost track of time. I've lost track of everything. I don't know what I am anymore. Just in limbo. Time is a social <laughs> construct. Yeah. Anyways, Lena, do you want to uh, get the ball rolling since you're the mastermind? Okay, so we're here today to talk about uh, Vampire Academy cancellation. Um, we're going to cover a few things, personal feelings regarding this, how we came to learn of it, the reaction of the fandom, and then I think we're going to get a bit more political about how we think uh, it went wrong with Peacock and how we think we could do better, why the show needs to survive and needs to be brought back, and also about as a Save Empire Academy campaign, which if you follow me, I apologize if this is all you're seeing, <laughs> but here we are. Um, so yeah, and this will be going out on DA Thursday. We hope that by then things will have moved, uh, and I'll recap everything we're um, having uh, going on right now at the end of today's episode. So yeah, who wants to start telling how they came to learn of the cancellation and like general reaction about that? Oh, where were we when time stopped? <laughs> yeah, yeah your story, this is my villain origin story okay so my mom had come down um just recapping i've talked about how va pulled me out of the deep dark gutter of my sadness well that sadness had manifested itself in a messy ass fucking bedroom so my mom came down to help me now that i'm feeling better due to va and the podcast and other things and so we had just, we got a dinner and had drinks and done some sorting. It was feeling good. I had, I was wearing my Dimitri sweatshirt all day. So I'm sitting in bed at the end of this long day, feeling so fulfilled and satisfied in my Dimitri sweatshirt. And then I open the group chat for the podcast to check in on everyone. And I see everyone freaking out. And I'm like, what? No. And I scroll up and I see Car's message that said, wait, the show was canceled? And I went 
catatonic. I froze. I my heart sunk. I've never felt such pain in my life. And I, I honestly, you felt the I shadows should... pulling you back in. The shadows got me. Honestly, like I have been like floating in zombie mode. I'm like a sim character in just like a... oh my god. But you know, I still have hope, especially after I saw Julie's tweet about knocking on doors to see who would pick it up. Mm-hmm. So. And all the work Lena's doing. Oh my god. Like, I need to go back and read all that stuff. Like, I have been so busy this weekend. But said positively. Said so the most positively. Mad Women by Taylor Swift, but I don't remember how it goes. <laughs> so I, I, hope. Like I need a, a bag. Mad Woman. <laughs> 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 I want to be Mad Woman. If I do turn you mad, it will all be people talk. You made her like that. Speaking of Lena, where were you when time stopped? Where, where was I? Where were you? What were you doing when time stopped? So uh, I was staying up. So the thing is, all right, truth time. <laughs> oh, I've been telling people that everything's going to be fine and we're going to get renewed and it's all good. And from last Sunday, I decided that this was not happening and that we were not going to get renewed. Uh, and so I started like thinking about how we were going to fix this shit uh, because once... They started completely ignoring us during the ACA, uh, the press panels and all things. And then Peacock started just completely ignoring not only the tweets, but also VA and like not promoting any of it at all. I was like, okay, let's get going. And then in a very sad, ironic, in a darkly way turn of events, I was like, you know what I need? I need some happiness. I'm going to make an edit of the VA cast. And so I did that. And they're all so happy and they all love each other. And Rian retweeted it in a very unrian way, which is that she didn't add like any comments or anything at all. And I was like, listen, I do not know this woman, but this seems this seems strange. Um so I was like, well, okay. And then a bit later, uh, we had the demois thing, um, for those of you uh, who saw it, that was like one of us is lying and um Vampire Academy, one of them is not going to survive, which I personally understood as the other one will survive. So I thought they were one of us is lying. Uh, And I was like, okay. And so I stayed up Friday night uh, waiting to see if we had anything. Uh, And then I saw somebody on a GC saying, did you see what happened? And I looked up and and the first thing that shows up is one of us is lying got cancelled. And I'm like, god damn it, we did it. I was all time. We are going to get renewed. It's gonna get announced any second now. And I jumped onto the VA tag, expecting to like burst into happiness and congratulations and just like celebration. And the first thing I saw was that we got cancelled too. Uh, (laughs) And so this was about four a.m. I think my time or something. In a ridiculous turn of events, because I'm a parasocial mess. My first thought was like, what are the British cats gonna? have to wake up to you uh because it's like 3 a.m for them at that point we weren't sure if they knew already because it's happened before that Cass would learn when the news came out thankfully they had known uh since the gossip girl uh was cancelled roughly uh and i was like oh my god i'm gonna wake up to this it's gonna be awful uh and i just had the absolute meltdown of my life like <laughs> just it just the cup was full it wasn't just 
the show as a lot of different things, but the, the show brought so much comfort and I think I was immediately just filled with rage. Um, I'll go back to it, but I think there was so much about um, the representation for BIPOC and the gay queer representation and I was so mad and I thought it was so unfair and it was like the sixth show I loved with queer people in it that got cancelled in a matter of months and I was like this is it I'm going to war <laughs> and I think yeah. I immediately and like I had a meltdown for 15 minutes I cried to Odessa in the shower and then I was like okay um, I'm gonna use this energy for something else um, and use and we, that energy you have <laughs> and we jumped yeah. into it with a few other people and we're like okay let's go um, because it, it was a matter of momentum um, but yeah that's, uh, that's how I learned so I went from a really great high to a really low low that is crazy you really thought that like I did I was like oh it's gonna happen and I think that's also why I crushed so hard uh, because I had you had that myself... split second of yeah, like, I, had oh, that second where I allowed myself some hope and yeah. uh and then it just came back to bite me in the butt. Um, and it was pretty, and I think, honestly, you know what pushed me over the edge? And I was like, I don't know if I will recover from this. It, it sent me into deep anxiety and depression immediately. But what I think got me is the line in the article that said Peacock thought that it hadn't found an audience. Oh my and God. I was like, this feels like such a slap to the face. I take this personally. <laughs> like, fuck you. And like, it's just, I don't know if I'll have to swear on here, but it, it, it was just so bad. Yeah. So that's where I was. And unfortunately, uh, B and Carl were also around at that time. Um, yeah. So yeah. But yeah, that was me. So, fun fact, right? I'm sick, right? I've been sick for the past couple of days. So I. I still think that's why I'm like vibing right now. I'm not even sad. I'm not happy. It's literally because I'm just sick. And that's my energy right now. So anyway, I remember this so vi- I don't remember this vividly, but I do remember like the sequence of events. First of all, Gossip Girl. I watched Gossip Girl. It got canceled. I was upset. So I tweeted. I was like, what's all these shows that are going to cancel? Like, can we please let the show, like an audience grow? Like, let a show have an audience before you cancel it. I remember that because Sissy Stringer liked it. And I was like, huh. That's odd. Whatever. She likes Gossip Girl. We both like Gossip Girl. Like, whatever. Like, we moved on, right? Oh, God. Right? And then I was talking in the pot. I have, like, three group chats that are active. Well, I have a lot of group chats that are active. But, like, VA accounts, it's the podcast, and then two other ones. So I mute the big ones because they're a lot. And then I have the podcast. So I'm, like, texting the podcast. And I'm like, guys, I'm sick. Like, if I sound nasally, whatever. You know what I mean? And it's funny because Lena was like, oh, take, you know, get, get some water, you know, go to sleep, whatever. And then right next to it is Carmen's message being like, yeah. it got canceled. And I opened this and I was like, huh? <laughs> no water, no <laughs> sleep. My brain, yeah, my brain was like, I was literally in my bed and like, you know, like warmed up and sick. And I'm like, huh? And then I literally look at my big group chats. I look at my big group chats because like they would have like more information. And then literally the first screen, the first thing I see is a screenshot of Drew's story. And I was like, oh, oh my god. He was he was fast on it. I was actually really upset how, how fast he was. The first was like, person oh I got was Jay August, yeah. um, who yeah. I think had pre-recorded this and yeah, made right. it ready. Oh, so, like, no, good. the first one I saw was Kieran's tweet of they may have taken away my oh, dream god. of things. Yeah. Like, oh. Of course, of course it was fate that you had to see Kieran's first. I was wearing his face. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> so- <laughs> no, I saw Jay's uh video yeah. first and i was like oh god anyways continue yeah. Rin. so i see i see the story and then i'm like 
Well, I can't believe he's fast like that. That's not real. Because I was like, who's, who's fast like You know what I mean? Like, it was literally yeah. within minutes. So I was like, that's not true. I'm still very sick. So nothing is going through my brain. And then it's Jay August's video. And I watched this whole video. Okay. And I retain, I retain nothing. I'm like, wow. I have to replay it again. <laughs> then I'm like, oh, it got canceled. That's so sad. And I'm still, again, vibe Like, I, for some reason, cannot be happy or sad. Like, I'm, like, I'm just like, whatever. And then I tweet. And I tweet, like, two tweets that are very, like, they're right now, they're still, like, getting, like, attention. And I'm scared right now because I'm like, this is too much on my, my thing. Uh-huh. But I was not. So, actually, I was fine. And then I read the deadline article that got me mad. And it was like, oh, like, they're really happy creatively. Like, the people, the executives were really happy about the show. It's just, like, it was the audience comment. And I was like, Oh, now I'm mad because that's just <laughs> now you woke up the if, beast. Yeah, like if you're happy with the show creativity, creatively, creatively. Yeah, I hate that word. Yeah, that words. Yeah, creative. It's whatever. Cre- creatively, cre- creatively, creatively. Yeah, creatively. Anyways, okay. I'm just mad yeah. at the comment of like the show not finding an audience or whatever because I've never seen like a cult following of a show, mm-hmm. like. I you can't never... tell me there's no audience when there's like two yeah. podcasts we were trending every fucking week. We and... we could yeah. talk about it when we when we're done with like the introduction. We'll but like yeah. the fandom vibe is very different than like a lot of like other fandoms. Yeah. yeah. So then that was what got me mad because I was like, I did not stay up six o'clock in the morning. Okay. <laughs> Literally sometimes it would be six thirty before they posted an episode. Episode ten was late because it was not even on six o'clock in the morning. But I was still up and I had school because it was a Thursday. So I would tweet this whole hour at six o'clock in the morning and tweet and be engaged and you cannot tell me that there was not we trended every single thursday do you know what i mean and then i got mad and then i started tweeting like to the two tweets that are like basically that's still popping up is literally me being like how do you not have like we're trending like it was trending it's still trending to be honest i think yeah i was like how do you not have an audience when we're literally trending and then that's what got me mad then i went back to sleep because i was still sick remember that and then i woke up yesterday to like a bunch of like save va like lena's work and i was like whoa i'm not alone <laughs> like, oh it wasn't a dream and then now i'm just like you know still struggle i'm still like kind of like i'm retweeting all this stuff and still kind of on like a mm-hmm. i'm still like not low about it and i'm still maybe it hasn't hit you yet like really yeah, hard. It, yeah. By the end of the podcast i'm gonna start crying <laughs> and be like, oh my god <laughs> anyway yeah i i blame um drew because his story again was really fast. I was like, "Why did you post that?" So I'm still very upset about it. Because I was like, "Give me some time to pretend. Like, give me at least like one yeah. second of me." You being said like, you're oh, not going to be living in denial. He said it's canceled. R.I.P. Moving on. <laughs> anyway, you guys take over now. Okay, so I think it's my turn. Uh, I, first of all, I think I have to apologize because apparently both Peter and V saw my my message first, and that's what started their spiral. So I'm sorry, <laughs> but um, I was I had the longest day ever with at work, and like I had to be driving around a lot, and like a lot of plans. You were already my, down. Yes, like a lot of plans for my host kids were changing. Like I didn't know what was happening. Like my one of them was on a play date. I had. I, there was she was supposedly going to be dropped off, but then that got canceled. I had to go and pick her up, and then she also hadn't had dinner when she supposedly was supposed to have had it, and everything was going wrong. So I get home, I get them to bed, I finish work, I get him, I get like I, I start like relaxing, reading a little bit, get ready for bed, and as I'm lying down in bed, 
I grabbed my phone and I have a notification for Kieran's tweet. Oh God. And then I saw Jay's and then I was like, wait, what? And then I sent my message in the group chat, which, and I was like in shock and going through the timeline and seeing all of the articles and seeing everything. And I was, I don't know, I was working on autopilot because I was tired. I was down. I was exhausted from the day. And I was like, I need, I need a rest. Like I tweeted a few things retweeted a bunch of things and I'm like okay I need to sleep on this because my feelings are a like person. <laughs> my, my feelings were like so like jumbled and like my thoughts I was like I need to I need to put all of this in order and I'm exhausted from today I need to uh, I need to sleep and then I woke up and everything was even worse and I was like maybe it was a dream no I have flashbacks to um a few years ago when Shadowhunters was canceled and I woke up I was in Spain and I woke up to everyone like saying the show was canceled and I'm like Okay, we're at it again. Let's 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 go save it now. You're like no. this ain't my first rodeo. I'm yeah. glad that you sent that message because if my first knowledge of it would have been the cast's tweets and messages, I would have died. I would have simply passed away. Honestly, honestly, this is not. I'm not blaming him whatsoever. It's my personal reaction. It's my own problem. Jay got me down so hard, like because the he was. It, he's very wise and he's very right mm. about what he's saying in the video but because like it had been so fresh for me and now we know that they've known for two days already two to three days so they had time to sit in it and like process it and accept it and also like this is their livelihoods it's normal that they don't wait around for it to be saved by something they have to move on and if they can go back then great but if they can't they still need to like keep going and so the way he was talking about it in such this final way i was like oh god they have no like they have no hope they have no not the slightest expectation that we'll be able to make this work somewhere else which like immediately it was my fault because it happened before in several fandoms I was in um I, like I I wasn't very active but I was around and participated for Shadow Hunters and Manifest and D99 and Lucifer uh so like I was like maybe we can do something and so when I saw that that was harsh like the cast that first cast thing but sitting with it I was like I also understand that like he is um like he's a model to the younger cast and they, for a lot of them, this is their breakout moment. Mm -hmm. And this is the first time where they're really experiencing getting such a high and then going such a low. Um, obviously, CC had Mortal Kombat, slightly different situation. Uh, but everybody else, even though I'm sure they've known rejection, like I know Rian had a movie I desperately wanted to see called Nobody Girl, which is queer, but never came out. Um, like it's still different because this was a big deal and then it came down so I also expect that he posted that in a way to comfort them and to yeah. bring them some hope and be like I've been here before and you will get over this um but as a viewer it was difficult to just like be faced with this immediate, immediate finality mm -hmm. and just resignation and then I think what really really uh, got me was uh, Drew's story where you can see he's so emotional yeah he's he's so near crying and in a way in a very stupid way it made me feel better but he was so emotional because I was like when like this is not crazy it is sad like uh, and there is good reason to try and get it back and you know they care they want it back um but yeah I, I do admire Jay uh, for posting that video and being so calm and poised and eloquent uh, I could never have in such a situation um, but yeah yeah so is it my turn yeah yeah where were yes, you in time stop so where was I um I had had a long day at work and I was pretty tired and so I was like you know what 
it's been a few days. I'm going to relax at home and watch some Vampire Diaries. So, like, I sit down and I'm, God, I don't think I even got through one episode because I'm, like, chilling. And I just, like, get this feeling. I'm like, you know what? I think I'm just going to check Twitter because this episode's a little slow right now. Let me just see what everyone's up to. So the first thing I saw when I opened Twitter was I saw, like, Janetta, like, like she had, quote, tweeted, like, Jay's tweet. And I'm like, what is this about? And so, like, I didn't even watch the video. I just was, like, reading the comments. And I was like, oh. And so, like, I watched this video. And I was just like, <laughs> this is so funny. My first thought was, like, wow, that was really beautiful. And I was, <laughs> and I was just like, that was just really nice. So, like, you know, of course, I had to, like, respond to it. And, like, I wasn't really sad. I was more so just like, like melancholy. I was just like, you know, I just really appreciate like his professionalism about that, right? And then, but then, so like, I have this really like calm feeling about it. But then I go on like to the rest of Twitter and like I check our like the group chat for the podcast and like everyone's freaking out. And I was like gonna go back to watching my show after like responding to his tweet. And I'm like, oh no this is serious like everyone's really upset and then um and then so after that I go to Instagram and then I see like Drew's story and I was like oh my god this is like really so oh I forgot no I forgot after I watched Jay's video I texted Danny not Danny not texted I DM Danny and then I DM DM Drew um I don't know why those were the only two that came to my mind but I did um and then I saw Drew's Instagram post and for some reason like I reply like I sent him a message message too even though I didn't think he would respond so just yeah. because I like I had to like it's like you know it's like family even if we, they don't know us like it just feels like that tight like but I have social family yeah, like literally my first response my first reaction wasn't to like be upset or anything it was like to comfort them like I wasn't really like oh, personally uh... personally like super devastated yet and then I saw like Kieran's tweet too and that made me really sad. That's like that was like the part that I was like, oh my god, like we're you never gonna. See... Well, it mostly just made me think like, oh, we're never gonna see it again. Like that's why it made me sad. Um, yeah. So that was my response to that. Yeah. Do you know what's so funny? Um. So everybody who follows me on Twitter knows that I have like the bit about being a hater. You uh-huh. know, like it's a it's a fun little bit. <laughs> It's actually gone now. Like I'm, I'm back to normal now because the show is canceled. <laughs> She's back to like she. There's only so much room for emotions. You said, and, you, uh, said <laughs> you said if the show's getting canceled, so is my hater era. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, okay. So it was associated with Peacock. Yeah. No. So the thing is, though, is um, it was a, predominantly to hate on Kieran, and not like in a not in a bad way. Like I do like him. He's a fun Lovely actor. Boy. But like it was just a bit like because. It was like, there's a whole other issues to it, and I will break them down at a separate time. But basically, what I did to really commit was I unfollowed him on Instagram, and I unfollowed him on Twitter. Oh, my God. Okay? So, imagine my surprise, where I'm scrolling through Twitter, and I see his tweet, and I'm like, I've never, like, I know I unfollowed you. Because I remember this, because it was my, it's been a bit. I was like, I know I unfollowed you. How did you get on my timeline? Oh, my God. Like, it was so funny, because everybody was liking his tweet. So, and I, just, I don't think I read it. I, I was so committed to the hater that I actually didn't read it. I won't ignore it. anything from this man. <laughs> oh, my well, God. Also, so, like, to me, it was so funny because I saw Jay August and I saw Drew's story. And he was, the, I think, the person to post something about it. And so, or Janetta, Janetta commented a few things, but, like... Yeah, that I saw Janetta's tweets first. 
Yeah, but Karen, it was like his whole like goodbye, and I was like, I'm not reading that, and I moved on. <laughs> and I felt so bad. <laughs> I think it was just I was just too committed. Now I'm like fine. Like now I'm on. I'm, did I follow him back? I don't know. I don't think so. The show's over, okay. so you don't have to. <laughs> On yep. the subject of following, just for the fun, fun of it, um, they just like CC and Kieran both unfollowed Peacock. Uh, they did. They, yeah, um, they did. I love that for them. Oh my god, Sissy's tweet. <laughs> I love her so much. I got like I was with her on the on this uh, space that Sarah did, and she is so. She's adorable. literally the best person ever. She is. We don't deserve her. No, literally, she's just like the perfect leading lady. Just like, like, such a good so lady. Anyways, so like fun. her social media presence. It's yeah. it's just perfection. Oh I'm God. very thankful because she likes to think from Stevie, which is helpful, and like she's been really vocal. She is going to, to blow up on the internet one day. She's gonna be she like, she has. Are we talking about sissy? Yes. yes. Yeah. I don't know why she's I lost. She's gonna do so another sick. like two or three seasons for Vampire Academy, and then she's gonna blow up. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> like when the internet finds her, like they're gonna be obsessed with her. Like she's you a gem. Reminds me of. I'm so sorry to interrupt. This reminds me of. Okay, so. Literally, it's so funny to me that you guys were talking about people blowing up because do you know? Do you guys know Adrian's actor? Like he blew up, right? Yeah, he blew up. Yeah, he did. So to me, it was so crazy because I forgot for some reason because Adrian's in like two episodes. So I already yeah. forgot that he, he was played by Leo, who's blowing. You forgot up. that he existed. I did. I forgot he existed as a character and as an actor. Like for me, I was same. Like, Literally, not the main actor. But it was so funny because um, on um, Louise's like um, like little like video. I saw him so many times. I was like, "Oh my god!" Like he actually was part of this cast. Dude, it didn't even register. It didn't even register to me when I was watching Louisa's video. It didn't even register. I only registered because it was like a lot of Joe. Because obviously Joe and and Louisa have like scenes together. Yeah. And then next to Joe is Leo, and I'm like, "No, I know. I I know we've mentioned this before, but like Joe looks so different. Like just chilling, Mm -hmm. like being a normal guy compared to when he's playing Jesse." Like, Jesse keeps me out. I don't want to be around him. But Joe, he seems, like, Joe, really chill. Joe's a sweet cinnamon roll. Yeah, he Joe's looks so smiling. sweet. Yeah, he looks so sweet to hang out with. So, uh, my first thought when I saw Leo on um, on Luisa's video was, oh, it's the guy from the White Lotus. <laughs> it's crazy. It's actually crazy to me that literally and he blew I, up and now he's, like, the guy from the White Lotus. I watched, I watched the White Lotus for him. And it's just no, I'm watching White Lotus with my roommate, and I am like, "Oh, there's the guy from VA." <laughs> I no, mean, my brain was not in it. No, but now I better see Sissy and Danny, and I guess Kieran and Andre. Like, I guess next season of the White Lotus. Yeah, the White Lotus season yeah. episode three. Episode no, three. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go like I'm just gonna like call up all their like um not their yeah. managers but you know and i'll be like agents. hey agents agents thank you i'll be like i have some jobs for them like listen to me these are some perfect roles mm-hmm. yeah listen i will, i was literally like i'm gonna kidnap them and take them to spain mm-hmm. it's a joke because i don't have money but <laughs> maybe you'll we'll figure something out me money we have a third of our goal through for now so Ooh, <laughs> that was a nice I, plug okay okay you know what i should have never mind i'll be quiet <laughs> well guess what i have a house in spain <laughs> Oh, look at that. Wait, oh, look at that. Oh, this is looking at. So wait, so wait, your house can be like St. Vlad's. <laughs> yes. 
but also like no my uh, my my house can be lisa and and rose's house in the human world oh because you're they're in the human world now exactly and then then there's there's this castle like 30 minutes from where i live that can be used as in vladimir's exactly and yeah yeah you can be like the human they meet too when they're staying at the human yeah we'll figure it out yeah yeah we'll make this work yeah we have to because i will kidnap them and then yeah they all in california in like march so Okay, so I, don't, I can't remember if it's Maddie or somebody, but they were like, hear me out. A streamer for my fans, for fans, we will do it. Yeah. <laughs> streamer servants for fans. I saw that, cool. yeah. Also, like, earlier, Theo was talking about feeling sad for the cast. And I think for, like, the first six hours of me processing the information, that's all I thought of. Uh, mm-hmm. and yeah, I was just like, I remember I was crying in the, like my husband was sleeping, and so he oh, hears no. me crying and he's like, Honey, what's wrong? And I'm like, yeah, I, don't think, okay, I don't think he understood a single word. And then he's like, Oh no, I'm so sorry, still not knowing what had happened. Yeah, uh, and so I tried to re explain, and then he's like, It's okay, bro, like, you, you were gonna, we're gonna, you're gonna get it back, it's gonna be fine. And the first thing he said, which is ridiculous but again it was like 6 a.m i hadn't slept i hadn't eaten i was like what if Rian wakes up and she's crying oh my god <laughs> he was like I know. <laughs> this is not yeah. this is not the main thing right now and i was like no no but still. Wait, also Le- lena you were coming from a very high too because of your um uh, your sister having a baby, and like I, yeah, you were like, had just had a baby. Congrats, you were like, by and the this way. and that very high, and then suddenly, the universe gives and the universe takes. It must I, be I really balanced. Felt, you know, like when when in shows there's a death and then there's a. <laughs> Oh my god. Like, yeah. Yeah. Your sister's baby has the soul of Vampire Academy. <laughs> In which case it's wonderful. <laughs> I can't wait. And then yeah. I will I will get the show back and keep my sister's baby. Thanks for everyone. Yeah. Uh, oh my god. Yeah, I come sister. from a really high high and went to a really low low. <laughs> that baby just comes out with things like like a two years is just a vampire. It, it has hair uh, he's beautiful, uh but yeah. mm, hair. Uh, no thanks so far. Yes. Tell. <laughs> and then more cast things came in. Um, I thought because I'm particularly attached to her for various reasons that I talked about in the Savior. I did a really long Savior thread. If anybody um wants to read that, it's also going to be on our blog and it's on our Tumblr, uh, where I talked about the cancellation. Um. Like, I, I thought Rian would be the one that hurt me the most. And I do feel particularly victimized because every single time I open the Save VA IG campaign, the first thing that shows up is Rian's goodbye post every single time, no matter what happens. And I feel like this is just targeted. But honestly, the one that took me out was Mia because you could see she was so sad. And I picture this like tiny little sunshine of a human uh, yeah. being so sad. I was like, oh. I haven't yeah, I, think... I haven't read Mia's post tweet yet. I bookmarked it because I wanted to reply to it. And then I bookmarked Reese because I haven't replied to it yet either. I just haven't gotten to it. There you go. No, Mia, I think, was sad for me too because she never posts. Like she's like yeah. right after that. So if she's saying something, it's bad. Yeah. And mm-hmm. she retweeted my fan, like my cast. I saw it. that, yeah. 
uh, and I was like, oh, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know what's? Do you know what I'm waiting for still? And I think that's gonna break me. Is Danny? No, no, she has. Yeah. Been, no, we can't talk about Danny. She no. has. I was thinking about that too. I don't. I struggled with. I struggled with Andre about how we were talking about bringing us Christian and stuff. Danny, yeah. I, I can't talk about it. Like, I, no, has she even been? Has she even helped. been online? I don't she, think so. she has. She has. I think she has. Yeah, things have been online. They've all been That's pretty quiet besides that one message. Like, well, because like, usually, usually she's pretty active online. That's why it's like really like telling that she hasn't done yeah. anything. Like yeah. a lot of them have like Julie's thing about finding a new home, but not yeah. much else. Um, so. I know Cece's been replying to like a good amount of stuff. Yeah, yeah, she's been but and she's been just tweeting today as well. My yeah. first alarm bell that kind of went off is like, Kieran's been pretty inactive and like not online. And then the last couple of days was like on Twitter a bunch. I'm like, what? What's going on? Yeah. No, literally, the ones that, who are who are normally active are not that active, and the ones who are not that active are like more active. <laughs> yes, I know. So when everyone's sort of like coming back online, like Wednesday, Thursday, and like Friday, I was like, what's going on? Like, what? What? Yeah. Are, what's happening? Like, what are you guys doing? I thought it, I thought they were gearing up for like a nice big like happy announcement. Um, no. i know we we had all been thinking that like that maybe they were quiet and actually i think what hurt me the most out of all of it i thought i was doing better like i had a good cry i was getting the campaign going and once you're in like in it's too late there's so much to do your brain just shuts down Mm -hmm. and anything that is not getting the work done doesn't doesn't I even remember saying to my husband, "Oh my god, I just had just had a nephew, and for a wild second, I forgot uh, because I was just so into it." And I was like, "I need to call my sister." But we, I did that. I got into it, and then I talked. uh, We have been very blessed uh, with the campaign that the press people that have covered VDA um, this past season have been absolutely wonderful, and they've been huge rocks and huge supporters. And uh, one of them reached out to me first, and this is how I started the campaign. Uh, and that's Maggie, who, uh, if you follow online, she has been one absolutely amazing. And Maggie reached out to me, and she was like, "Okay, we need to get something going." I was told you were the person to talk to for this, uh, which uh, was actually Ash's recommendation. So thanks, Ash, for that. Um, and I was like, "Okay, well, let's do it." And she told me that she had she hadn't thought this would happen because she talked to the cast earlier that week and all of them had thought it was in the bag and that they were all 100% sure they were going back to Spain and going to do season two and that they'd all planned out around it and uh, then I talked to Lisa Day as well who told me the same thing and that basically nobody expected it and uh, I think that was the worst to think that like they had had such high hopes and that then it was taken away yeah, and yeah. that they had to sit on it and not express their feelings right away on it and just wait and I don't know if they knew when it would be released to us but like they knew it was going to be bad and I know that CC said that like she was it was very painful for her to see how everybody's reaction was just so intense and like so yeah so I think, I think it's so interesting though because the cast like I was in a twitter space that we did for like the VA fans mm-hmm. and then CC joined in and yeah, was... that's the same one I was in, isn't it? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Friday night? Yeah, yeah. I guess. Oh my god, I don't know. I was, I'm sick. I don't know time zones or time. <laughs> um, but basically, though, it was so. I I was thinking about like how like Jay August and her and everybody's like kind of like 
yeah, like we're sad, but like, you know, we have to move on because it's like they do have to have jobs. Like they have yeah, to, exactly. they have to yeah. move on. Uh, yeah. So like yeah. the more that they're like kind of moving away is better for them instead of like holding on to it. Yeah. But at the same time, we're holding on to it so that we can like keep it and have it. And it's like it's such a weird like yeah that's, struggle. That's the yeah. hard thing. It's because like you want to like save it, but also you don't want like they shouldn't have to wait to like right. see if it gets picked up. Or they not. Have, so, they've already waited so long. Yeah, yeah. So four months. Yeah. yeah, and they have to look for other jobs and stuff too. And that's like the hard part. And it's like, like don't- I would wait a year, two years, whatever, for a second season if I know it was happening. Like yeah. I would like if, if they, I, get, I would like, they get other jobs. And that's like, time. I would wait for them, like, their calendar schedules to align to do a season mm-hmm. two. Like, I would wait. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't care how long we wait as long as we but get it. But that's not really like viable, like, like business wise. If you're like a head person, you're not going to be like, okay, well, let's wait for the cast to be all free. Yeah. And then we, we can get it the... happen. We had yeah. It happen. But it's not the norm. It's more like an yeah. I also feel like the cast that they will wait on would be like, the main ones like if mm-hmm. it was like yeah i don't yeah. i feel like if rianne was busy they'd probably be like let's keep going exactly like, you know what I mean? it's, they're gonna it's, be it's like we'll us. find something else for the for like the other characters yeah that like the yeah. could be gone for a month exactly like, it, it's, it's yeah like, and, that's, and that's the sad part it's like it's like you're you're thinking of it from a fan perspective but then also like it's hard to like take into account like the business perspective yeah, yeah. Anything but to get at cast the same to. time, like I feel like there's been a lot of shows that have been brought back, and mm-hmm. we know that when we do this, it's a long run thing. We're not yeah. gonna get result tomorrow. We're not gonna get result this week, yeah. and you might not get result this month. Uh, it might be a really long run thing, which is why like we can't burn out, and we need to keep yeah. going. And before it's happened, and they've made it happen, so we know it's possible. But I also think that on that side of things, we're very lucky that we have a cast that yes of course we're going to keep going and yes we're going to find other jobs but they love each other so much mm-hmm. and they love the source project so much that i feel they will do anything they can to make it work yeah. and i think that's really really lucky uh because yeah, yeah. it doesn't happen to everybody else sometimes they just gave up like for example not throwing shit at anybody i know they cared a lot about their show society was cancelled because of covid because it was too complicated everybody got big jobs and it was a lot and they had a huge ensemble cast and everybody was breaking out and getting stuff so if we had been in this situation uh then i think we would have a lot less chance at uh getting it back whereas i think like mm-hmm. now where it's an ensemble cast but it's more reasonable in the number of people and they have the core four and then the others they can move around for the episodes if it needs to not be the entire time uh but from a business point of view of course it's like it's normal to to keep you know to keep at it and also i i think that kind of goes back into like that um the idea of the cast being so close together also ties into like what made like the fandom more special and like the experience Mm -hmm. more special because it's like there's like it just felt like okay not to bring parasocial stuff into it but it just like felt like they were more it's like all parasocial theory. Yeah. no i no okay <laughs> i don't have a problem with parasocial relationships i just i think that there's a lot of positives to them um i just know that some people have issues with parasocial relationships but anyways i think that it just made them feel closer to us and it made them feel more accessible mm-hmm. and that made the fandom feel like big like bigger than like what it like i'm not okay so the fandom wasn't small but it wasn't it just felt huge because Mm -hmm. it felt like a family and so like there was like a lot of reach and stuff like that because of how close we were with the cast and then it just like helped the community grow in a way so it just made it that's yeah i don't know what i'm saying but yeah 
No, but that's such a good point though because uh, we did talk about how like Peacock, and I feel like that's a point that Lena was trying to like one of the stuff that we were trying to talk about is like where did Peacock go wrong or like where did it go wrong because they gave it no promotion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, we no, did it all ourselves. Did, the only the time yeah. they ever discussed we VA pulled more weight than like, they did, and the cast like like missing VA. Watch one of us is lying. I'm mm-hmm. like no. Yeah. 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 VA, watch VA. Like, you know and what I mean? Missing VA. Here's some blo- here's some like BTS stuff. If you're missing VA, here's some yeah. BTS we'd already videos, seen bloopers or like yeah. something. But that was the cast things. Yeah, which we it had was the cast seen. pictures. Yeah, but uh, yeah, like but what I was yeah. talking about though was um, so somebody brought up. I think it was I think it was Mad D Mad D. Yeah, Maddie brought up the fact that um, there was literally no like no official uh, VA Instagram, no official VA Twitter. No, nothing. Like, there was no social media for it at all. And like we, me, us and the cast were the ones that were like constantly bringing it up and tr- making yeah. it trending. Like Dimitri, like not Dimitri, Kieran would post it like was Dimitri, all and, you know. We had a whole jail thing that the cast was in on. Yes, that's what, we, that's what literally we were talking about because I was like, they could have literally, not monetized it, but they could have used it. They could have monetized it. <laughs> they could have. Maddie could have con- gotten paid. But like, it's such a like, we created so many VA accounts. And like, yeah. so many, no like, much, no nothing. They yeah, have ours. And they it's like, yeah, they? But they haven't like spread it. Like, they yeah, have... they have not promoted it. Yeah. Peacock has VA merch and they just didn't promote it. And I like, know. Yeah, they, they haven't promoted it. I haven't seen it. Yeah. I didn't even know they had merch. <laughs> and maybe yeah, they, I know they had one big billboard and then they did that premiere YouTube thing and that's it. I yeah. know. Maybe, maybe the thing is with Peacock is that. It didn't go viral. So, like, despite how dedicated the fan base was and how loud and how, yeah, but it's like it, like, the fan base was very dedicated and very, like, um, I think we're very active and we're and stuff. Yeah. But it's like, since it didn't reach outside of like the circle, like, Peacock just assumed that it didn't have an audience because it wasn't. I don't agree with that. But another problem is okay. there's a difference between like viral shows and like okay, continue. Yeah, a lot of people couldn't even watch it on legal streamers yeah. because it wasn't it's not even out yet in their countries. Like there's exactly. so many countries but it hasn't come out yet. Like I think Latin America is getting it like sometime soon. I'm not even yet. Yeah. getting it next week. Exactly. Most of uh, Europe hasn't gotten it. Like how can like of course and you don't so have Europe enough viewers. Has gotten it. We've had it for three weeks. Yes, yeah, they, it's like, like Peacock didn't really have faith in it. And so they didn't no. really the way that they marketed it and the, the way that they, they distributed it it's like what did you expect yes no it was actually i saw a tweet i remember i tweeted how like the distribution was like terrible and somebody was like they promised it in germany and we still haven't gotten it yeah and i'm like your audience is literally right there just distribute it like i don't understand like it just doesn't make sense yeah. to me because like france has it at number 10 like the top 10 in amazon prime right for a month yeah yeah and that was what did the whole did the whole series drop at once or is it like is it still like we dropped at once we were second we were first and second for a week or two i think uh then we went to five and six and since announcement of cancellation we're at 10th um so but i have a rent to go on okay wait i think we mentioned this yesterday too in the zoom but like the crew from spain that worked on the show cannot watch the show legally yeah it's really because good. it's not out of Spain yet, so like they 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 work on it, like and now they cannot watch it. It's yeah. So here's for the rent. Are you ready? It's gonna be a while. 
Okay. Okay, so the problem that I have with this whole there's no audience thing is not only the issue that Peacock is very exclusive in its territories and that it has taken a long time to spread it to other territories and did not take into account those views, but also that it's been extremely obscure with the data of what actually has been watched, how often, by whom. There has been no like um, training data that has been taken in at all. If you want to do it, you have to pay and it's quite expensive. So we can't do it right now. But my main issue with this is that you're seeing a pattern with shows like Wyonan, uh, like First Kill, like many other shows, like um, Willow a bit less, but other shows where we have BIPOC and where we have uh, queer people as main leads of the show. And the problem is, is it's a chicken or the egg, and they're trying to tell us that the show didn't do well, so they won't do shows like this. But the reasons they don't do shows like this is because they're trying to convince us they won't do well by not marketing it and by not doing the work and promoting it because they don't want these shows to do well. They want to be able to still keep on going and producing the same white trash shit of straight people doing always the same thing because it's a formula that has worked for them and they'd rather do this than explore and tell important stories and show representation because that creates trouble for them especially in the yeah. US and like in other countries where these things aren't as accepted and stuff like that and so they're trying to tell you there's not enough of an audience for this so we won't do them but the truth is they're purposefully not getting the audience and not making effort like they would for a show that has the exact same story but a white straight formula uh and they do it on purpose because they just want to evade it and the situation right now if you look at the lineup for peacock and what they've got is that it's very clear they're getting rid of their dramas and especially their drama that feature um, queer and BIPOC because I know it's also the case for One of Us is Lying and instead of taking just which by the way the One of Us is Lying fandom is a wonderful fan base and I'm very sorry about the situation as well but like the the problem also with that is that you can see that Peacock has decided to change directions yeah. they're not having enough money they're not working hard enough on what they did and they're throwing everything at the walls and waiting to see what sticks but that's not how it's going to work and that's not how entertainment should be promoted or how entertainment should be created if you're passionate about entertainment it should be about what you bring to people not what people brings to you even though of course we're a capitalist uh, society and money does come into account and then they're just doing all these things and they've realized that hey dramas are complicated they're expensive there's location to do and we don't want to do them and they're telling you that there's not enough enough of an audience but then they renew fucking bumper in berlin who like half the people have don't like and the other half haven't watched because they're in truth because it's an existing ip yeah they're redirecting towards programming that is cheap and that is easy to produce and that is the same formulaic entertainment yeah. vibe basically and they're doing mainly reality shows and uh comedies and they can do that that's okay it's their choice it's their own streaming service they can do whatever the hell they want but then they can't blame the audience and saying it's not if there wasn't enough engagement when and using this as like a gaslighting kind of argument when it's just not the truth uh they're, they're just not being truthful about how they're doing things and how they're choosing to represent this show and I think it came out in the way Julie was saying like 
it's not normal that a show that has such a strong fan base and that has such a story to tell does not get renewed. And we talked about it with Maggie, her, and my, her article, me and mine, and then together as well, how if this were 10 years ago and we, had, we were trying to bring Vampire Diaries today, it wouldn't work. And it would be cancelled after one season because mm-hmm. if it don't give it time to grow, it's never gonna work out. Um, because It'd be one season and six episodes. <laughs> yeah, like it just like it would never have stuck, especially with such short seasons uh, where yeah. there's only so much engagement you can produce over ten episodes. Um, so yeah, <sighs> I have I have three I points, <laughs> but okay, go ahead, Theo. Oh no, no, just okay. go ahead. Well, I just had it just made me think of three different things, but oh, shoot, I'm already forgetting them. Okay, I think one is there actually have been a few different streaming sites that have started to direct their focus more towards like reality shows because they're like quicker to produce and stuff like that. And it just like they think they're going to make more money on it, but they don't really realize that you can't really build a dedicated like fan base off of that. Um, Mm -hmm. They're just thinking of it more of like profit wise. And then it's also the shift towards like IP are like big name actors and stuff like that where it's like they're gonna give those shows more of a chance because there's already that pre-existing like like you know one of us is lying in vampire academy like they were based on books but that's like a smaller audience compared to Mm -hmm. like you know your big celebrities are like your um not yeah your reboots are like your superhero movies and stuff like that and it's like kind of sad (laughs) where it's like Okay, if we're talking about representation, it is kind of sad that, I guess I'll bring Marvel into it, that Marvel and Disney basically can do their really poor half-assed job at representation, and, like, that's going to get picked up, and that's going to get moved forward just because of, like, the brand behind it, Mm -hmm. but then, like, you have stories that actually put, like, thought and effort into those like that representation and then it's going to get canceled because there's no like reason to like let it grow and stuff like that and so that's why we keep getting poor quality and that's why people Mm -hmm. keep acting like this stuff isn't going to work because we keep like squashing the things that actually do do a good job and stuff like that um i forgot my third point (laughs) i have two points go ahead (laughs) ahead, hey i think it's like what you're just talking about, like, how there are books and, like, it's a smaller fan base, but it does feel like kind of like a slap in the face as a reader. Mm-hmm, exactly. Like, it's so rare that I see an adaptation that I love as much as the books or sometimes even more mm-hmm. that is done well and is good. Like, I'm sorry. I did not like the Shadowhunters <laughs> TV show. Like, I'm. it was camp, but, like, some of it was just, like, not like the things that were changed didn't make sense and like it it wasn't better than the books it wasn't something that I liked as much as the books so but the era it was in I guess yeah but to have like Vampire Academy where I loved it so much and like IRL people in my life like I talked about it so much to the extent that people who had like never even heard of the books like got Peacock Peacock subscriptions and watched the show and like all this different stuff and like the adaptation was so good it's like I like Harry Potter, I liked the Hunger Games movies, and I like Vampire Academy TV show. That's it. That's, that's like, those three are, like, the three adaptations that were previously books where I'm like, this is good, this is worth it, 
like this is amazing i love this like this is like what readers deserve book fans like, are always going through it with like adaptation i know like the adaptations yeah. are never like what they're supposed to be or like never what you hope they are but vampire academy was and for it to be taken away yeah. I, I felt robbed but the other part is speaking of canceling your subscription when you cancel your subscription i know it because i just did it yeah. um <laughs> it has like a section where you can say why uh-huh say because vampire yeah all these reasons and i was like other i was like the only reason i paid you ten dollars a month was so i could watch vampire academy with no ads <laughs> show was canceled and so was my subscri- subscription i can't say subscription. And, and so are you you're canceled now too peacock i'm like yeah. you're canceled you're I'm, I'm gonna say that i'm gonna uh i'm gonna say um you canceled vampire academy so i'm canceling you exactly but mm. you know what's you know what's really sad so one of my friends what's brought that? this up about how like like TV nowadays is just so it's just so awful and it's like it's brainless yeah exactly and it's like think of like all the shows that we grew up with and like we and like since they were given chances it's like they really like um influence like your life and like how you grew up and stuff like that and like kids these days not to be this person but like kids these days really are not going to have that experience with like these shows yeah. like for how they're yeah. being marketed and how they're being like cut so short can i also yeah. i have a point about this and this is about reboots but also specifically also about okay. vampire Academy. Uh-huh. but so tv like nowadays either reboots or like original content that are like what you know what i mean like or like genre like, television yeah. Like dramas, mm-hmm. yeah i mean there's obviously tv out there that's really good you know award-winning like i'm not talking about those those are whatever the prestige but, yeah, like yeah. Bridgerton. the niche Bridgerton. Bridgerton is so good but that's not important what I actually actually it is I know okay it's, yeah it's my point what I was talking about okay so like all of these shows I'm gonna use Gossip Girl for example I'm gonna use the 90s the 70s shows because that Peacock was promoting that recently yeah it's not even on your network Peacock <laughs> right it was promoting it so much but that's not imp- oh okay so what I was trying to say is so there there's all these shows that came out when we were younger early 2000s whatever and it's all white right like the 70s mostly, shows all yeah. white for most of it it was one it's just one that one act you know that one character and, and, it, that they, and he was a yeah, stereotype the, in the show. it's their um, yeah. the yeah. representation card as i call it yeah it's exactly. the diversity card and so i was watching i'm now starting the new the old gossip girl because the new one got canceled and it's so funny to me because i'm like this is a cast of all white people and then I watched the new Gossip Girl and it's more predominantly people of color than it is white people. Mm-hmm. Like it's a lot more predominantly people of color, more diverse. There's more sexuality. You know what I mean? Like everything about it. It's queer. It's whatever. Mm-hmm. And then that gets canceled, even though it's just as camp as the first Gossip Girl. Yeah. Like they're yeah. both camp. But one has just more BIPOC and queer people. And the and other one is Compared to like what? the yeah. 70s show, like the 70s show, all white cast except for that one character. And the reboot, the 90s show, which is a lot more, again, diverse. Um, it's, it's, a, you know, a bit more queer. And so, and I also, I would say that I've not finished it, like, whatever. But from, like, the first appearance, so, like, and then that's going to be, like, people are like, oh, but it's so cringy. Like, already, yeah, like, people, people, are, like, people so- are hating on it. And it's, like, it's it's just, it's the same vibe as the old it's show. The yeah. vibe. It's, it's yeah. cringy because it was, 20, the original was cringy. Yeah. <laughs> And like, it only grew because because it had an audience it, like it okay. had a chance season yeah. ones of shows are cringy they're terrible they you don't yeah. know where you're going with characters you don't know where your vibe is you don't know who has like the best chemistry season one of a show i don't judge it but because it's like mm-hmm. okay this is kind of what i'm getting well i judge it but it's basically like oh this is what i'm getting into like i'm not it's like reading the first 10 chapters of a book you give yeah. it yeah 
normalize normalize picking up shows for at least two seasons like let it develop yeah, let it yeah. Go. but even then but the thing i was talking about though is because tv shows back then even if season one was cringy they had like mm-hmm. 22 episodes so by episode 10 you know where they're going because yeah, it's like, yeah. whatever like oh you're like okay for example vampire diaries mm-hmm. the first couple of seasons the pilot like i'm like what is this yeah. everybody looks so different yeah season one gets no. better in the second half the first half is kind of yeah. slow yes which is yeah. after episode 10 because exactly you know like as i'm saying like yeah. vampire yeah. academy had 10 episodes people of color were in there there was queer people like it's just terrible because you have like this show that could have gotten a lot more of an audience if people weren't hating on it, review bombing it, uh-huh. like talking about if how it like, was promoted. And it was promoted. People review bombing it who have obviously never seen past like the first five minutes. Right. Yeah. Most of them are racists. So oh, yeah. They're, no, they're big yeah. racists. Because yeah. Like, no, that's that's exactly why they've only watched the first five minutes and they're, they're yeah. judging Sometimes everything. Sometimes not even that. Of... Yeah, it's a trailer. Are they like look at the, the, trailer. the poster? The they look at the poster and, and like, they're like, oh, I don't wait, like this. the main character is black? Okay, let's let, let's. No, hate, it was let's really bad this. though because they're like, oh, but the movies were yeah. so much better. And the thing is, I'm not going to hate on the movies because we have an episode dedicated to that. Or like, not hating on We're going to have an episode. We will. We will. But I think that. If you like the movie, right? You can like the movie, but don't come in and say, "Oh, I hate the show." We're not saying unprovoked. We're not like, "Oh, the movie sucked." Like, yeah, you know, terrible, not to be that person, but Zoe Do- Deutsch does not look like Rose. No, but she's not Turkish or yeah. a person of color. Yeah, and it's <laughs> like, like, so here's the thing: she did, she does give Rose vibes in her acting. Yeah, so like, yeah, basically, her- is not Rose. Yeah, like I'm not gonna hate on her because yeah. I do enjoy her as an actress, I love her. and like I, love I think her. she yeah, was so good. she was fun in that movie. It just like like and it's not her fault, but like no. physicality wise, like she like, doesn't look like Rose. She did so in my opinion, she did a great job with what she had, mm-hmm. but yeah. like she should not have been cast. So, exactly. Like, yeah. Exactly. Fault. I also think it's so important though because she is okay. No offense to the rest of the actors. But there's a reason why she's like right now still. She was up. the only good actor in that movie. <laughs> yeah, there's a reason why she's still doing stuff like. I feel they're not gonna hear this. I don't know why I'm always saying I feel so bad. Like right, I don't yeah. bring your hater back and roast them. Wait, I can't. That's especially especially Peacock roast Peacock. Yeah, but Peacock, roast that bird it, and eat it. For like, dinner. but at the same time, like Peacock has oh, back to my original point. I was about to say, Peacock has The Office. It has Brooklyn Nine Nine. It has like all of these shows that are over, and they had an audience and it grew. And if you want more people to come in, you can't rely on like The Office. You can't rely on shows that are outdated and white to like bring in new audiences because that's not how life works that's not Mm -hmm. how people that's not how people look like you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so if you want an audience just as dedicated as the office just dedicated as Brooklyn nine nine whatever they have you have to put in the work Mm -hmm. yeah like that's like the thing that pisses me off because i'm like netflix put in the work with like breaking bad orange new black they had all these shows and now they're you know going downhill but like they had like a moment where they were like yeah they had a moment they had had a a brief shining moment they were, that's what Netflix was so big and that's why everybody's like oh streaming services are so good because we have yeah. Netflix, Netflix is the reason we're all here today yeah. honestly the only good thing Netflix still has going is Bridgerton like no. I will never forgive Heart them for Julian and the Shout Phantoms Bone. Shout I will never Bone, yeah. forgive them for Julian oh my god season 2 let's go I've never read the books but I heard it's a good ad- adaptation it's just so interesting because that also was very diverse right compared to the books yeah yeah so like yeah I'm like that has that had a momentum. Like I know that. Also, people can act, Peacock can expect to have the same like like international whatever 
appeal because peacock is always like people netflix is always like oh look at all the people that watched our show 30 billion people like whatever you know the big numbers yeah and i'm like it's because it's international yeah and and here's the thing is netflix grew that audience over time so like not every streaming service is going to be netflix levels because it took them literally years to get there Yeah. yeah You cannot just like cancel shows and then be like, oh, but we didn't have an audience. No, you have to work at the audience. It's because you have a really tiny subscription like base. Yeah. Nobody I know had Peacock before I was like, oh my God, you have to watch Vampire Academy. I'm so interested in knowing how many subscribers we've lost since we canceled both. I literally, I canceled mine as soon as season one ended. (laughs) All smart. (laughs) No, me, I remember... Um, there was a tweet. I forgot who tweeted it, but Peacock tweeted basically where the subscription like blew up, and someone was like, "Oh, so September was when VA dropped, and that's when it went up." So there's a sign, and then yeah. they ignored that. <laughs> I remember that. So they they literally it. just like they just like sent VA VA out to die, and they like they just ignored it. They didn't even like watch it. It feels like they, yeah. they didn't like they weren't really watching to see how like. I think it was getting yeah i don't yeah. understand why peacock would come to julie and be like what show do you want to make if they weren't gonna like give it a fucking chance like yeah yeah and then and then did they that poor intern having to sit through all of us bombarding like any know, tweet feel- literally any tweet peacock tweeted no, it'd be like vampire I do academy, have vampire academy. With that intern because if that intern was in that room and been like <laughs> You have an audience. They will not stop. <laughs> they won't <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Wait, and they hired they, they hired up for a prior like, I don't see anything. I don't hear anything. Mm-hmm. That intern was in the psych board for all the psychic damage that we for put them. them through. Yeah. They were just like, we're I, hope, I hope Peacock pays their uh, therapy bill. Yeah, they're rocking back and forth like Vampire Academy. <laughs> no, their first their first intern wouldn't stop talking about VA in the meeting, so they had to fire them. And then the new <laughs> application was like VI, VA anti-needed. Like, exactly. <laughs> Did you see Vampire Academy? You're not coming in. <laughs> can, exactly. you read vamp- can you read? Then you can come in. Like, if you can't read, then you're like hired. Like, that intern could have been like oh we need like a social media for vampire academy because they won't stop bombarding like you know what i mean yeah it could have been like yeah. let's make a social media account for that show so they can stop you know hounding the peacock account which we wouldn't yeah. have anyway yeah that's true but like at least we would have had something to promote yeah. the show they should have gotten va jail to run their accounts like that yeah. shit would have popped yeah. off maddie genius it's been a lot you guys it's been a lot like it's been a crazy yeah. crazy couple days and i feel like it's I keep reminding myself, like, whatever, I'm like, it's a lot, and I'm so tired, and I feel so underqualified, and I just want to, like, curl up in a ball under my desk and disappear to the depth of despair. Every time Mm -hmm. I'm like, it's been 30 hours, you have, like, a month left of this minimum. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to, like, it's so hard, because I don't want you guys to burn out, but also people are going to be, like, just, like, at the end, they're going to be like, oh, you know, we've done it for, like, a couple of days, it's not going to get momentum. Like, no. you, you it's why like you can't if you the problem the problem i have found and like my brain right now is saying my husband i have to work after this but besides work i leave breathe eat this because if you stop even for one second it starts hitting you how much there is still left to do mm-hmm. and then at least for me like for other people other people need breaks and that's completely fine and i'm super lucky at like there's about 14 of us in the team and everybody has been super super great and super helpful and had a lot of support from the press and things but the problem is if I start I start realizing what I'm doing 
and like my brain which is filled with anxiety and depression is like you'll never make it it's not gonna work it's you're doing it for no reason and this is just gonna be a huge failure so why are you doing it so i can't stop because otherwise the brain starts lying and then like it just don't ever want to start again and if i want to keep the momentum i just need to keep the adrenaline going yeah um i've been using tweet deck to like schedule some stuff but like I'm still constantly on because there's always something happening and it feels like once you take on I know Kay probably feels like that too and a few of the others it feels like once you take on the responsibility you're in and now now it's too late and you you need to keep it going because people have expectations and people count on you and you can't let them down so yeah you should take breaks and you should eat and you should shower and stuff like this but also like if you're dedicated and I'm somebody who's like very passionate and very engaged and I feel like this show and the campaign for me and it's what I was trying to say my friend I don't know if it carried very well um wasn't the most eloquent like I tried (laughs) but um this show for me like saving the show it's not just about the show like sure I want to have closure and I want to see how the characters go and so like yeah of course but the reason we're fighting is because we need more shows with this diversity and this representation and representation is so important and this show has brought so much to so many people and I think it has helped a lot of people um, be it in their relations to um, social class or gender or race and I think a lot of people I, I can't speak for the other um, the other like sub uh, groups in the fandom but like for queer people it's been uh, a huge a huge propeller and a huge engine of change and you know, of talking and stuff like this um, so I think it's important that we keep the representation going and that we fight for it and that we sure we do on shows like this and with this representation um, and I think a big part of it is all like we are in the parasocial way that you were talking about however unilateral it is um we do have a bond to the cast and i think a lot of us feel we owe it to them to at least try um since they you know they brought stuff to us uh so yeah i think uh, it's it's bigger than the story of the show being finished um, and i think at its root it's uh it's very political and it's about like we need we need BIPOC people, we need queer people, we need more of than what we already have, and we need these people to have chances to prove that they can bring us so much and that these stories are important. And beyond the BIPOC and the queer, this is a story about women and about how women should empower each other and how friendship and sisterhood and community um, can push you forward. And within that, like, we are surrounded in a patriarchal world where loads of shows don't pass the... Is it Bechdel in English? Uh, is it the yeah, Bechdel test? test? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, like, you, you need that. You need women to know that they can count on each other and that there is strength in being together and that you're not alone. And we have the whole aspect of the mental health talk. It's been a bit brushed over in the show, but it was getting there and I think it was coming back. Um, where like if you only find the right people to get you through can't have bug mates but uh, you can have friends then maybe just maybe you'll be fine and even beyond that if you start really digging we've talked about it before but it was a show that talked a lot about reproductive rights and women's rights and sex work and we need all these conversations to happen and we're 
um, a generation of 20 somethings and late teens where we're in the, in the middle of growing this. And we're the first, I'm a millennial, the millennials have been proven by the study to be the first generation that do not go conservative as they age and uh, that stay liberal and that still push forward for social change. And we need the push and the energy and the fuel for that. And um, having shows that talk about these things allows us to not only keep the conversation going, but also open the conversation to other generations and bond people over this. And I think that that's pretty darn important. <laughs> so yeah, there's, uh, there's a lot of politics in there, I think. And uh, a lot of, I think the cup is full, you know? We we lost Royal Nun, we lost First Kill, we lost The Wilds, we've lost so much and we're just done. And it's like, okay, you've taken a lot away from me. This was a good thing that was going good for me that brought me a lot. You don't get to take this, you don't get to take this. Like, I won't let bigots take this too. You've, you've had centuries. Yeah, with with like first kill and warrior, and especially because I'm like those are like queer stories, and it's not like um like men like gay relationships. It's like like you know sapphic relationships. Like I was like those are more those are more like not what's the word rare not rare but like underrepresented underrepresented. Yeah. yeah. Then yeah. like like there's Heartstopper, there's Young Royals, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's like it's not only that it's underrepresented, it's also less marketed, less promoted. Like I like I always feel I always feel like so most of the books that I own, no one has read them because most of them are sapphic. Yeah, cuz they exist, like, they're just um not marketed. No way. I have a question. Um so like the barrier gaze trope, that's more sapphic relationships than it is, right? In, it's both. It's both. No, no, no. I it's meant, both. That's not what I, I know it's both. I know it's both. I'm saying. But we like, see it more in suffix. I would agree yeah, that's with what that. I'm trying to say. Yeah. It's like, because I remember. with the hundred. And, yeah, that's what one. I remember also, so vividly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in general, also, so um, there's the fact that um, um, like Achillean or MM uh, mm-hmm. like representation is very fit. I don't know how to pronounce this word. Um, fetish. Fit, like, yeah, that's exactly because like, there's, there's a nuance to yeah. it because there's also yes. like the straight women gaze and, yeah like, they... I remember mm-hmm. I remember when so I don't know if any of you have read any of Casey McQuiston's um books but when Red White Andrea Blue came out it blew up and people were like oh we love this book we love this characters then one last stop came out and people were like nah. and most of it was they were more comfortable like fed, uh, again mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the fetish yes. with with two gays and then two gay men and then not as much with two um gay or bisexual women yeah and but also i yeah. think it's so with like okay if you compare which you can't really compare apples and oranges but if you compare like Heartstopper and the young royals to like first kill and mm-hmm. warrior nun mm-hmm. not only is it more sa- it's sapphic completely but it's also more represent like there's more bipoc like there's people of color yeah in warrior nun and in first kill and then it and it's the both. central it's the central romance yes. because like mm-hmm. heartstopper heartstopper does have that as like the side romances yeah, yeah but it's yeah. not like like the central yeah. yeah i think the cup is full and i think that you know the the reason we're fighting so hard tons of uh fandoms have felt very hard for their shows and the one thing that has that all those fandoms have in common is the relationship that they had with the cast and creative team uh, be it Shadowhunters, Lucifer, Manifest, B99, or this show, those are all shows where cast pull themselves into the fandom and 
um like yeah to certain levels i'm i know that personally shadowhunters cast and Catherine in particular uh was extremely involved extremely supportive and And actually Catherine and and dom are doing a podcast about the show they're watching the show and and, like talking about it you know what's crazy though i remember brooklyn and it was a special case because celebrities watched it and they were complaining about it like they were like i was like where did you guys all come from but i think that like basically those fandoms they are fighting hard like we are because you give back what has been poured into you Mm -hmm. and like if you if you have been covered in love and support and encouragement and that those people have taken the time to build relationships with you and to actually this is their job they don't have to do any of this like once i'm done with my clients i'm not out there telling them you're doing super good baby keep going and talking about taylor swift like it's (laughs) (laughs) they don't have to uh so uh like it's it's i just think that when you've been given so much it's natural to want to give back and so I hope that's that's what we can do. On a quick note, like I think um part of this is gonna be mushy. <laughs> On a quick note, I feel like a lot of the Theo just gave me a face. <laughs> a big part of the reason that I've been fighting so hard is that there is so much bound besides the show around the show into my life. Um and I want to be able to keep doing the podcast with uh, my friends because if, like we started we didn't know each other we were complete strangers I didn't follow um, any of you I didn't follow any of us and we were so incredibly lucky that from the look of the draw the five of us just had really really good chemistry and love each other and that we each bring really different things where if you don't know us we're extremely different people oh my uh, god like, yeah just yeah. We're the breakfast fucking club. I'm gonna kind like of fight like, Lena in a parking lot. We have the tropes someday. of the breakfast club going on, and like we're very different. And I think it's very unique and lovely in the lifetime when you get to work on something you love, uh, and have such hopes and expectations for it uh, with people that you not only you love and appreciate, but whom you admire and respect as much as uh, I think we do each other in general, and that we were able to build relationships out of it. And I think that that and the prospect of meetups and conventions and the fact that like I've come to really love every single person in this fandom uh, really like pushes you uh, to want to keep going because you want all this to be able to keep going and you want the pot to have more than like maybe six months worth of living uh, still and things like that and so it's like yeah you're fighting for the story you're fighting for the politics you're fighting for the cast you're fighting for you but you're also fighting for every project and every hope that has been hanging on uh, to that show for them to be able to survive and to thrive um, because I think we do deserve that. Um, so yeah, uh, just a quick note. I think that yeah. that was a big part. No, of it. I I agree with you because, like I said, I was a fan of Gossip Girl, the, the reboot. XOXO. XOXO. XOXO Gossip Girl. And I'm so I sorry, was... got cancelled. No, you know what the thing is, I was fine with it. I was like, it's expensive. I get it. I would have liked more because they really brought out like season two for some reason. Season twos are just good. Like all yeah, two, they just have had time to go into themselves. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So they have they and they all have, they all had like audience like season two of Vampire Diaries again. Great. That's back beside the point. In general, season two is like much better than season one. And so like I but I wasn't sad. Like I wasn't gonna fight for it because I was like it is what it is. I've enjoyed it. I loved it. It's camp. 
whatever it's also the fact that the finale is coming out this week so probably it didn't really i'm like i have one more episode to like really cherish it and then i'm moving on but mm-hmm. vampire academy i think be, not only because it didn't have it, and the first season was good first yeah. season was good no vampire academy it's just hard to describe why that makes me more upset than the gossip girl like any other show that had been canceled because i have shows that have been canceled in the past like year but i can't recall them because i don't know why but I feel like I was upset. Don't get me wrong. Like I was upset yeah. about Wyonan. I was upset about the Wilds. I love the Wilds. I just did a rewatch, and I was so upset. But oh, yeah. I could sit wow. with it. I was like, yeah. okay, okay. I I'll like, sit with it. Oh, I just remember like Nancy Drew got canceled. I was really upset about Nancy Drew. Yeah, I, I love Nancy Drew. Nancy Drew is like my second favorite show. Yeah, where it's so good. But... I love it so much. But I was like, you know what? It's okay. We've got yeah. four seasons. We've got time to have proper closure closure yeah the mm-hmm. cast has had four years of being together they've been able to say goodbye properly yeah. they've been able to say goodbye to their characters and wrap up in a way that is satisfying for yeah, everybody yeah. involved so it's different and yeah. let me tell you Sa- same story with legacies for me like like it was kind of abrupt yeah. but at the same time they had time to close it and they everything closure i think like, it's, it's the was the one where I got the closest to being upset, and also I think that it was in big part because as a bisexual human, I was yeah. like, "You know what? So you know what? Cancelled show. I still get up like sad about the society. Yeah. Degrassi. <laughs> so the Netflix Degrassi show, oh. they got like like they got cancelled, and it was really sad because like there was a bunch of characters where their stories were just like completely unfinished, and like I you still know, think about it. Like you all know, the actually, reminded me of. Okay, I don't know if you guys should, like. It got canceled the same way um, that society got canceled. It's called um, Glow. It's <gasps> such a Netflix. I've heard of it. No. Yes. That one pissed it. me off though because that one pissed me off because they renewed it like society, and then society like got canceled like right after. But they they kept going. But because of COVID, they couldn't film the wrestling scenes. But they had already filmed like so much. Like they filmed so much, and they got canceled midway through filming. Like they were like, oh, we're not gonna do it because of COVID restrictions. But they they were figuring out ways. You know, what this makes me think of they them can't. Okay, this is a movie, not a show. But like them scrapping yes. Batgirl when it was like <gasps> filmed, it that was mad. that one. I still that one made me so. I was so upset the day that wait, happened. Do you know? Wait, and Leslie was so excited. Me? Yeah, yeah, but that's to me what makes me more mad is the Flash is still going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Like the Esther can do the whatever they the want, and then people are gonna be like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Like Batwoman is Batwoman or Batgirl? Batgirl. So Batwoman is the show. Batgirl, Batwoman is the show. Yeah. Okay. So it's, yeah, Batwoman was also canceled, and it was a sapphic relationship between two black people. Yeah. So yeah. Again, sapphics and bipoc people are getting really. And then mm, you combine also, the two, and it's just a death sentence. It's just yeah. <laughs> You like brought that in, and then people are like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! We had we needed one. We needed either a bipoc person or a sapphic person. We yeah, can't have both." Actually, that's really, um, sad. <laughs> that's really sad. I must say, like I was saying yesterday on the Zoom, I'm such a fucking clown because I started this show thinking, "Oh my god." Vampire Academy is going to be a chill little thing that I'm going to watch every Thursday. Just going to have some fun and watch something stupid for an hour. And I didn't expect I would get into the fandom. I got in really quickly, though. Uh, I know loads of people showed up for jail. 
uh, but I was already there by then um, and already pretty active and I just got sucked in in a way that I haven't been sucked into fandom since Harry freaking Potter when I was nine years old <laughs> uh, which we hate GK Rowling but, yeah we do you know, I love I how we nine. have to add the disclaimer <laughs> but yeah. we hate GK Rowling she sucks please donate to mermaids but like uh, I was very much into it because I was nine and because back then she did not contradict everything she taught me in her books. Uh, so, like, it's just one of these things where I think I wasn't expecting to be sucked into the fandom. And now when I'm in, I'm like, I'm not leaving. <laughs> it's just... Yeah, like, the VA fandom was, like, more than... You know what I mean? It's more than the show. It's a that makes sense. Okay. <laughs> family. No, but it is, because I've been on my timeline, and I'm like, I know them. I know that. Yeah. Like, it's just, like... It's funny, all. but it's true. Yeah, and I I think it's funny because like we have the moms of the fandom and like the babies. I think it, it has been a family, and I think it has been fostered by the cast as well and just encouraged and and we got lucky that like for some reason this show has apparently attracted all the most unhinged people. <laughs> I like like yesterday we we were saying <laughs> we were saying this show. If I had to uh, summarize the fandom in a nutshell, um, not to generalize, but we're gay, depressed, and anemic. That's basically like <laughs> our vibe for a lot, of, a lot of it. I say anemic because we have a blood donation thing going on. And I was oh, like, okay, I'm going to try to go donate my blood. And all of the VA, say VA team was like, okay, I'm going to try to. And then we were like, last time they didn't want it because I was anemic. Yeah, <laughs> I, can, I, I can't donate because I'm anemic. So we were like, okay, well, we'll give platelets and we'll give other things. Like, that's yeah. fine. I can do that. No, I can't um, donate my but, blood. Uh, I've never tried. I give it. Well, I give it twice, and Wait, I passed out both times. I have tried. I was in a doctor's office, but like I meant, like recently, I haven't tried recently. I don't mind. I I like honestly the act of doing it. I have no problem. Like yeah. I have grown up in a very medicalized way because I have chronic health issues. So like I'm not bothered about the needles and stuff. And every time I just go out and I'm like, it's all fine. I'm okay. Yeah. And then I pass out. <laughs> yeah, in fact, not okay. I I feel like I feel like I like I um subconsciously knew this was coming <laughs> because I haven't barely I've barely like tweeted about VA for like the past month because yeah. I've been so consumed by like other things. No, so I'm I, like, I knew it. I did talk about this in a, in the la- Zoom yesterday, but I do think like my first inkling was the TSAs. Me too. That's when I figured. I'm a pessimist, so I, I always had a feeling. I'm going to do something about it. So what did I do? I reduced myself to drawing tarot cards. And I read the tarot, and the tarot was bad. And I was like... <laughs> I'm so angry. Oh, <laughs> like, no. I don't want him to be right. Um, but uh, the tarot is now good, so we will see. Uh, it's just one of those things. Like I think we've all had very high feelings uh, about all of it. I think for me, my um, coping mechanism is to not have any feelings. So I had like, I didn't really have any expectations. So I, I wasn't like gutted. And then for like saving it, I'm also kind of just like coasting and I'm just like letting it, letting the chips fall where they, where they fall. So I just, I don't know. I don't know if that's like giving up of me, but I'm just kind of vibing. I've had a wild variety of reactions um around around me to the announcement i've had the core group of like the people i'm 
closest to in the world uh, as far as uh, VA goes. Uh, a lot of them have immediately jumped in with me and they were like, okay, let's jump on the Titanic. Um, so instead of off, then we'll do it with you. And I'm extremely, extremely thankful for these people because I would never have been able to do it. And like, it's been 30 hours. It feels like it's been a month. And they've picked me up every hour. Yesterday, Carl was picking me up by like the spoonful, like just tiny bits by tiny bits. Like, you can do it. It's going to be okay. So I'm super thankful uh, for that. Then there's been the people that have been really angry. Uh, Emma is great too because it, it's brought a lot of fuel and there is reason to be angry. There's people that have distanced themselves and I think that's totally fine. Like you can protect yourself and it's okay not to care as much as other people do or to just accept it. It's healthy, like good for you. And then I've had people where like people thought, oh, this person doesn't care. They said they were, they were really active and suddenly they disappeared. But the truth is it was just too much. From like a, a mental health point of view, it was just overwhelming, and they need a second. Like it's been less than a day, uh, but it was. It had been less than a day when we were talking about this, and uh, like it, it, they just needed a moment to figure out what they were gonna do. And like obviously, to a lot of people, this is just a show. But the impact of the cancellation and the ramifications of what it means in the world we are bring us back to problematics within ourselves uh, that can be really impactful and really traumatizing or really triggering. Um, and especially when you think you found a safe haven and you've struggled uh, with um, mental health issues, it can be devastating to be told that the thing you were hanging on to uh, for some comfort and from some support has been taken away from you. And when you have this taken away, suddenly everything panics. Like, will everything that's connected to this be taken away too? Am I going to lose all my friends that I made now that you know, we don't have the show and stuff? So I think for a lot of people, there's been a lot of like emotional reactions and they just needed a moment. And I know a lot of them are going to be back like in the next week um, to help out. But I think it's interesting. Like yeah, to me, it has very much felt like grief, uh, the way that it has, uh, like the reactions have been going on. Well, yeah, because we're, we're grieving. We lost something. Um, well, if, is there anything else you want to talk about before we talk about the campaign or not? Well, I just oh, I just reminded me before I stopped and had to do stuff. Um, basically, I was talking about like how I knew something was gonna go, something was gonna happen because of the TCAs, where everybody was like so hyped, and then we got like one renewal announcement for you know the the bumper in Berlin show, and then I was like something is up, like that's just weird. So I was trying to distance myself, but at the same time, I don't know. I feel like it's hard to distance yourself when you're like your whole personality is the show, <laughs> you know. Like, I'm not, I'm like, what should I move on to? We still have like six months worth of content for the pods. We'll be here around for a little bit. Yeah, we're not going anywhere. We're not going anywhere. So that's it. Is there anything else you guys want to talk about? Any more feelings? Any more anything? Any more hopes or expectations? Or like how, I don't know, how um, confident you feel about any of it? Or when, what is meant I to you? I just have a message for streamers like Hulu on Prime Video. Please pick up Bumper Academy. We know you're listening. For the love of all. <laughs> yeah, we, we know, like, I've been harassing them. I've been harassing NBC, Universal. We've been super lucky. We've been in talk with Entertainment Weekly, with Deadline. Um, we have a lot of really, really cool people that have been really kind. Um, so, like, we know they know. <laughs> yeah. so, at this point, uh, especially with Julie, like, knocking on doors, I hope that she will be able to pull that's nice of her. Some strings, yeah. Some strings. <laughs> <laughs> Some strings, yeah. Uh, and get it back. And Rian was just telling me that uh, 
if we were to get it back, she'd be hundred percent in. Aww. Uh, so, uh, she was like, "I'll be, I'll be there no matter what." Um, like she didn't say, "I'll be hundred percent in," but like answering to my message, she was like, "I'll be there no matter what happens." Um, yeah. I'll definitely be there. So, like, I think they they all want it as much as we do. So yeah. that's pretty cool. See, someone give this back to them. Like, not just just us, do it. Like, it's it's not hard. Like, it's, how can you look? And Daddy's crying face. Yeah, with those like, big yes, tears. I will let her keep crying. Like I know she's no. beautiful, but but no, like you no. can't look at this at this human, Even this not. perfect human, and be like, I'm doing this to her, and this is okay. They're like, wow, <laughs> she's a good crier. Keep it coming. She's the best crier. Yeah. If no. not, if not, I think our next uh, business venture is going to be creating a streaming service, like a Guardian of the Dominion streaming service for um, oh, <laughs> Vampire I Academy. I'm only. not joking. I feel like in the next couple of like 10 or 20 years, there's going to be a fan like, streaming service. Probably. We'll get tired of this. We, we will, inevitably. Uh, and then it's just a matter of how once it gets off, um, do yeah. we yeah. stay true to our values it's... or do we pay for money? I think... I think there there is going to be at some point there's going to be a like a a change or a break in like this pattern that is going on and maybe someone will snap and start doing something maybe like low budget or something like that that will slowly was, we go back to cable. Fans. I was talking about <laughs> from fans to fans. I was talking about this yesterday um, to somebody on the save VA thing, um, and I was like, this is a generation that unlike any other generation has been powered by entertainment and mm-hmm. yes people liked entertainment before but we're a generation that lives through entertainment and who is always connected to it and this is you're talking to kids that have grown up on Hermione Granger the Mockingjay like a Dauntless and Divergent Fighters Clary Fairchild like we've grown up on on just <laughs> I'm sorry, you... you're making me think of that meme. <laughs> me too. It was that Tumblr meme with like I know what you mean. But like you know this like is, okay, this is so you. millennial of you. This is so millennial. It is so millennial of me, but it's true. And like I, think it's true. Here, I was sitting here, I was like, I'm gonna just let her talk. <laughs> but like this <laughs> Oh, I wanna believe you so hard right now. Not I was like, generation. let me let's see how far she can list. <laughs> Not your generation, but my generation grew up on that. Yeah. Oh, I, think, I mean, I okay, think okay, okay, okay. Don't gatekeep. I grew up on those things too. I just, I'm bullying you. <laughs> well, so as funny. usual. Uh, but, like, it's just, I think that it has shaped kind of the way people see things, and I think it has made them maybe more dedicated. So, um, I can't believe that you listed off everybody but Rose Hathaway. Uh, yeah. I was going to Sarista and then someone interrupted me and started going on about me being a millennial and here we are now. <laughs> so, but I need to find that. that post. Oh my god. <laughs> you're the worst. You're the fucking worst. So now that you're done bullying me, even though I was making a point about how we are a generation that has grown on social change. <laughs> like... <laughs> Wait, did you talk about the campaign yet? Or did I just... I haven't. Oh, I haven't, god. but I can. Yeah, go for it. Right now, go for it. So talking about uh, the campaign, we are, let me just set up a little campaign thing for me to be able to read easily. Uh, We are currently, we are on Twitter. Twitter is our main um, 
communication mean? We are save underscore VA underscore because somebody already had save VA. Uh, and we are also on TikTok. We are on Instagram. We are on Tumblr where things are dead, but we are there. Uh, we are about to have a website. It's in the works. It should come up very, very soon. Uh, and what else have we got? I'm looking at the link tree. Um, yeah, we well, yeah, and we on, we Attention. have Facebook as well. Uh, we currently have a GoFundMe going on uh, for a billboard in Times Square to support Julie's efforts at renewal. We took a page of the brilliant Shadowhunters fandom book, um, and we are doing that for Times Square. Uh, we are last time I checked, we were two hundred euros. Um, like we are hoping to get Times Square and then if we get extra, we will do one in LA as well because that's where some of the cast is. Uh, so it'd be nice, it'd just be nice for them to have it. And also this is a place obviously of entertainment and it's a big pub. Uh, so we would want to hit that as well. But from previous campaign, we've learned Times Square must be our number one priority. Uh, so this is what we are doing uh, as far as the government goes. If any excess money, like prices for billboard are very different. It can start at 250 and end to 1000. Um, so if we get any extra money, it will all be given to the Trevor project as I was uh, talking about earlier. For this week, uh, we have a pretty big schedule. We're doing a tweet storm if we can. Every it's night for me, so it's 10 p.m. my time, which for some of you is middle of the afternoon or early afternoon in the US or very early morning in Australia. If you can't be there at the exact time, uh, you can use TweetDeck. It's a free website that allows you to schedule your tweets and it works perfectly well. Uh, we are doing like one tweet every minute uh, on our end and we're working on an Excel sheet for you guys to have easy access to tweets uh, that you can easily shift or copy paste or anything like this uh, that uh, you might want to do. Uh, as far as specific actions, we have from two, so tonight, um, this is going to come out on Thursday, uh, so I, I'm not going to go through all the tweet storms until Thursday, uh, but uh, we did do an action to encourage people to register for organ donation and for bone marrow donation, which is super important. If you do do it later, please still participate. It's important no matter what, VA or not, uh, and you can send us a screenshot of you doing it or anything like that. Um, it's It can save so many lives, and I know, like, in France, for example, you're automatically a donor uh, when it comes to organ donation, but it's important to do it um, abroad as well. So we're doing this. Um, we you we might have brought back the jail by then, and we're also doing a tag that is during the entirety of the campaign, which is VA artist. That's V A R T E T I S T S. Uh, with edits and fanfics and fan art and stuff like this. Um, so we have that going on for the entirety of the campaign. We are also doing, uh, before this comes out, VA the words, uh, but please feel free to share your poems and your favorite pieces of writings uh, relating or not uh, to VA, even if it's a bit late. From Wednesday till Friday, we have Bloody VA, which is actually uh, somebody else's, I think her name is Tatiana, uh, original uh, thought, and we didn't know she was doing it, and we ended up doing it too, so we are just gonna boost her up. She's doing it for the entire week. 
um and i think her hashtag will be blood for va uh well we're encouraging you to donate your blood if you're not anemic <laughs> and if you're anemic you can volunteer uh, at uh, red cross uh you can encourage other people to donate and you can also donate directly to the red cross that's great too um so they can have more help you will find tons of resources on all of our uh, platforms uh, with all of the info for like how to donate and information on what it's like donating, uh, anything at all that might be of interest. We also have always a link to the Trevor Project if you're dealing with any depression or suicidal thoughts, if this has hit you a bit hard or if you need somebody to talk to, they always have counselors. And if you need help finding somebody in your own country, please do feel free to reach out. So first day, the day this is coming, this is coming out is VA day. So we're having a lot of fun. And actually the uh, tweet storm for that night is VA fandom is too hot, um, which is a truth. Uh, and so we're encouraging you all to share your best selfies uh, in your VA merchandise with your VA books or with the VA sign, anything at all, even if you just want to share a cute selfie of you, uh, that's fine too. Uh, uh, we will be releasing probably Wednesday or Thursday a Redbubble uh, campaign with merch for you to buy with uh, the fan art that was kindly donated by some of our VA artists um, uh, including Val and Charlie I think maybe Rosie as well uh, so we're very much looking forward to that there'll be stickers and there'll be beanies and t-shirts and sweaters and all of the fans will be going again uh, to the billboards and to um the Trevor project uh for this uh then we will be have we'll, we'll always asking hulu and prime video to pick us up you always use the hashtag save vampire academy on friday we're doing the bring back the va gays we're talking about bermia because i cannot possibly do a campaign without talking about them please uh so obviously i am uh but also the dads and also like talking about what we wanted for um edison for mason and eddie uh hoping that we get to see them on our screen and you can talk about the importance of the queer representation and of the queer actors and what it's meant to you then uh and we have i think um what am i looking for yeah on saturday is VA cast love day uh which will be lovely uh it's just to send them a love letter talk to your favorite cast member or to all of them whatever you want or share your favorite pictures your favorite bts anything at all favorite interactions you do you and sunday we'll have va travels day which is actually inspired because some of us are going to spain the first week of september probably um to go check out the sets and we're doing like a little meetup um together there and we are asking other people if you do want to meet um, to uh, join us uh, for like the Saturday or the Sunday and then do their own travels. And also like if you are organizing, like, we know other people are organizing meetups like Rosie. Um, so talk to us about that, uh, make it loud, mean that like talk about wanting a convention. We have several organizations, including in France that are looking at doing live conventions uh, and also online conventions. Um, so we're going to be talking about all of that for those who are willing. And you can also, uh, at the same time, talk about the places you'd like to go uh, where VA has shot. Like, for example, I'd really love to go to that place where uh, Romy Tree makes out. It looks beautiful. Uh, and then on Saturdays, a tweet storm is Women of VA. So talking about female representation in VA, the actresses, the writers, the creative team. 
all of it, uh, the stunts, women, everything uh, about that. And Sunday will be VA the music. I know lots of us really want the instrumental music to be released, the themes, and it hasn't been. Uh, so this is the occasion to ask and also talk about the playlist and that stream uh, and any other songs that you've been able uh, to enjoy. Uh, remember to always tag Julie, Hulu, Prime Video, and if you can, NBC Universal, as well as the main tag. Um, we've been reaching out to press, so if you have any links, please contact us. Uh, and yeah, uh, that's it for now, and we'll be updating you for the following week, which is all going to be about rewatching VA and uh, probably having um, a little like Zoom or something uh, together at some point with uh, more tweet storms. Uh, so yeah. Um, I have the name of the blood donation campaign. It's Tatiana Rose is uh, it's Tatiana underscore Monroe. Uh, it's Tatiana with a Y and two N's and she is doing the blood donation. Uh, so uh, there you go for that. Uh, I think that's everything. Um, maybe if this works out, I'll talk more about how it all came to be uh, and how it all happened. But um, long story short, we panicked. Uh, I was talking with several people. Uh, journalists reached out to me, and we made uh, as much as possible in like six hours. We slept for three hours, and we haven't stopped since then. Uh, so I'm uh, hoping that it works out, and that you guys still um, keep hope, and that you're still fighting, and that you're excited uh, to try and get it out there, and that you participate. And thanks to my uh, podcast host for suffering me talking about this all day and on the god story and also also like invading their timelines uh, i'm very sorry and uh no i, I want this show as much as everybody else i'm honestly at all that you've pulled this all together in less than two days yeah in 24 hours because that came that saved va that was that was together fast yeah we had the to, what happened is that we had the twitter done in 30 minutes um because <clears throat> i was on gm limit when the <laughs> press contacted me <laughs> so that was great <laughs> so i couldn't answer that Perfect and i could tell i had seen it um so we did it and we started uh, contacting the press from that we have also an email if you want to reach out to us it's save vampire academy outlook.com and the website is just taking a bit longer and the merch too just because there's more construction to be doing um, but we wanted to use the momentum of everybody talking about the cancellation um, as quickly as possible. Um, so yeah, we've been uh, trying very hard. I hope people are happy we're doing it. I hope the cast is happy we're doing it. They can't acknowledge it too much. Um, but I hope they are happy and that, you know, it works. And if it doesn't, at least we'll have tried. <laughs> but if it does, then yeah. we'll have a big party and I will sleep for three days. <laughs> so yeah, that's the plan. And a lot of wine. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think that's it. The God Pod is not going anywhere. The fandom is not going anywhere. Whatever happens, we're always going to have each other. And uh, we will be still fighting. So keep fighting the good fight with us. Get mad. Join us on save underscore VA underscore. And in the meantime, while you wait, keep rewatching Vampire Academy, but not on Peacock. Streamers. Other ways. illegally. Uh, unsubscribe to Peacock <laughs> on every account. Try to subscribe to Prime Video and Hulu to harass them. And uh, yeah, we'll see each other very soon. And we have tons of like happier episodes of the pod out that you can listen to to keep yourself company in the meantime. And we'll be back soon. <laughs>
Bye. Bye.